0: hey welcome back to our view where we talk about life travel and real estate i'm lisa richard hernandez and i'm super excited to talk to you today i have a good question people always ask me how do you sell so much real estate and still manage to travel all over the country constantly whenever i run into people uh whether it's at the mall or at a party or wherever, they're like, oh my gosh, how are you? I've seen your Facebook. I see you've been traveling. That's awesome. And then they'll also say, oh my gosh, did you sell that one house that was so beautiful? So people are definitely following me on my Facebook and um, kind of know that my husband and I enjoy our RV and all the places that we do travel. And you know, it hasn't always been like this in my life. And I think that we get sort of a perception of people We're looking at social media and they think, oh my gosh, you know, I want to have that life. And um, it look, you know, they're just so lucky to have that. And, you know, I wanted you to know that I have not always been this lucky, um, if you want to call it luck. I started out in this business selling real estate and, you know, worked my butt off 80 hours a week, nights and weekends, and just, you know, really you know, had to finally start to build a team. And it took me, I've been in the business over 15 years. It took me that long to figure out and let go of being a control freak. So I'm just going to go ahead and admit it right now. Like I am a recovering control freak. Um, you know, there's it's really, people always want to know, like, how did you get buyer's agents, and how do you have an assistant, and how do you do these things? You know, I can't give up that control. And so there's, there's a few things, and it took me a while, so I've kind of, like, narrowed it down to some steps. Um, and I think the first thing, just like any 12-step program of recovery, is just recognizing that, one, you are a control freak. And that you need to get some balance in your life, and you need to figure out a way to do that. Unfortunately, now there's so many good books and programs that you can um, read about balancing your life and work, Um, but just letting go of your ego, I think, is a big part of the first step of becoming a control freak, admitting that you are a control freak, and then recognizing what your weak spots are and letting go of your ego. So for me my biggest weak spot to start with was accounting. I can't stand to balance my checkbook. I can't stand to keep a ledger of all my expenses. I can barely stand to keep all of my receipts, right? All the things that I need to do. So the very like first thing I did was hired an accountant and a bookkeeper that literally would go through my, you know, bank statements and, and do my accounting for me to keep track of that. So it's, it's, I I guess it's like small baby steps is kind of like my second uh, way of getting over that. I I started with little things. It wasn't like, I'm just going to hand over my business to everybody right now. You know, I started out, it was just me. And when I first started the business of real estate, I said, I'm only gonna work with buyers. I don't ever want a listing because I can control buyers. If I know somebody wants to buy something, I can help them go find it. But with listings, now it's about marketing and bringing the people there, and a lot of times you feel a little bit out of control, and that was way outside my comfort zone as a control freak. So um, I'm happy to say that now I'm primarily a listing agent. I have buyer's agents that work for me and, and, and do a lot of the um, work on the streets. But um. So starting small and delegating to others, the next small step I took was I hired an assistant part-time. And this is back in the days before they had even Google Maps, you know, like on your phone. I, I used to have her, I'd say, okay, I'm going on a showing. I'm going to show these 10 houses. Could you please go on Google Maps, put all the addresses in and print me out a map? And she would literally do those things. She would, um, you know, help me print out flyers and in and, and little tedious things, and, and it grew to be a little bit more. And a little, okay, send now send thank you notes. Now um, let's put them on a drip campaign and follow up. And, and so I kind of worked baby steps until then. She was working as a full time assistant, and I've had a full time assistant since I think my second year in the business. So my first year, I sold twenty two homes. I was rookie of the year, and um, that you know, it was a good year for me, but I was doing everything myself. So then after I had an assistant for, I guess maybe about three or four years, full-time assistant and myself, and I I sustained that for a good amount of time, and then it got to be, you know, where I was working 80 hours a week, nights and weekends, open houses every weekend, prospecting, networking every chance I got, and I can remember my kids were little. I have t- you know, two little girls at the time, and they were saying, you know, my mommy is always on her phone. My mommy never, you know, we're at dinner, and my mommy is always on her phone. And my ex-husband would say, you know, like, I can't even hold a conversation with you because you, all you do is think about work. And, you know, as a reformed control freak, looking back at that old me, I can see where I was constantly... Worried about everything because I was the one doing it all and not and too afraid to delegate to other people so I finally learned when I went uh, to Remax how to I learned from other agents. Okay, you know, I I think I might want to get a buyer's agent and people that really know me will realize that I really don't make rash decisions like I don't make a decision quickly, but if you don't know me you'll you'll think, oh, Lisa makes decisions, and she goes with it. Well, that's just kind of like on the outside how it appears, but I think about things maybe to a fault too much ahead of time. But I couldn't understand how I could have a buyer's agent because my people wanted only me. That's what I thought. Like, all of my clients, like they don't want me to hand them off to a buyer's agent. They want just me. I'm the only one. So that's where I really had to let go of my ego and embrace imperfections in myself and in others and start to kind of realize like, hey, these other people might have some strengths that I don't have and I need to figure out how to capitalize on those strengths. And so, you know, some of my very first, one of my very first buyer's agents, she she was amazing. I'm so, her name is Candy Manguel. And she now owns her own REMAX brokerage and is one of the top agents in the MLS. And I love to watch her success. Um, but she came to me and she wasn't sure if she could do it. And I I, um, I started her out part-time. Um, she, was, she was afraid to leave her job making $187 a week at a gas station where she was working to go work full-time selling real estate. And so I offered to pay her $200 a week to do um, 20 hours of administrative work for me and marketing and stuff. And the rest um, she would be selling. And I believe that when Candy finally um, went off on her own, which I almost had to push her out the door um, because I wanted her to be successful on her own, I think she might have sold 50 homes that year. So she was just you know that's that's a perfect example and all of my clients loved her she always had rave reviews and my buyers agents now are the same way they they all have great things to say about them cuz they're an extension of me and my team so it's about how i hand people over i don't just say oh i'm i'm not going to be i'm 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 too busy or i'm too good to deal with you it's not that at all it's that these are people that are experts because they're outside showing buyers everyday properties and they know the market and they have their pulse on what's available in the inventory more than I do because they've seen the insides of a lot of these houses. And I'm here to help you negotiate, I'm here to oversee them, we touch base all the time. It's just how, how things work. And people love it and it's been successful for me and that was a big hard thing um, to get over. So, you know, recognize your weak spots, let go of your ego, start small and delegate to others, you know, baby steps, baby steps, and embrace imperfections in yourself and others. And you've got to just acknowledge that you can't control every little thing. And so once I, you know, outside of my life from uh, just real estate, I mean, I think every woman especially struggles with this in their life, like. Uh, my ex-husband and I, it was, you know, the kids were young, they couldn't drive, and we how are we going to get to, you know, volleyball practice today, and how are we going to get to cheerleading today, and, you know, who's going to pick me up from school and get me there, and you've got to work, and I've got to work, and all of this stuff, and what turned out to be our solution is we hired a nanny that worked from three to six every day. That was our stress time, and for, you know, we paid her $10 an hour, so $30 a day. She picked up the kids. She got their homework started. She took them to and from whatever um, cheerleading her classes that she needed. And when I came home at six o'clock from work, they were ready to go and we were ready to have family time. And that was another big, you know, step. So just outside of just real estate, delegating small things, so getting a cleaning lady, if you are, you know, if everyone in your household is working and you don't have time for that cleaning and you can afford to hire a cleaning lady, do that. Because that is, that's delegating. You know, I pick up the house on a day-to-day basis and do the laundry and put things away for the cleaning ladies to come. Yes, I'm like one of those kind of people that cleans the house before the cleaning ladies come. But if you don't put it away, they don't know where it goes. And then when they come in and actually clean what needs to be cleaned. So, you know, accountant, cleaning ladies, nannies, all of these people are extensions of kind of like delegating other tasks in your life from what I could spend my time making more money doing than cleaning my house all day on Saturday. I have a better chance of doing some open houses and working with some clients and going on some listing appointments to make enough money to afford to spend $130 a week on my cleaning ladies. So um, that's how I managed to be able to travel with my husband who's retired and, and really just enjoy life. So anywhere now that I have as long as I have internet access, I can say, I can pretty much do my job from anywhere because my either my assistant is here locally. She can pick things up and drop them off, put up signs. I have my virtual assistant now that he's works out of the Philippines. That's a whole other conversation for a different podcast, which is great. He's handling all of my social media. So I know I'm covered on that when when I'm not in town, things are still getting advertised and posted and and I'm not constantly all day doing those things. Um, and so that that allows us to just really have um, some great trips and vacations, which you'll get to hear all about in some of our other podcasts with my husband, George, who um, loves to plan our vacations. Sometimes I do have to tell them, like, okay, this is enough. But majority of the time, we're doing fun, great things, Um so, I hope that this gave you a little bit of insight into you know, how I manage things. And if you have questions, um, just I really thank you for listening. And I hope that some of the words that I said today and a little bit about will help inspire you, especially if you're a control freak, kind of get out of your comfort zone. If you have questions about this, you can always email me. My email's info at lisa richard.com. It's L I S A. R I C H A R T dot You can uh, follow us on Instagram, we're at um, RV Podcast, and we can also take you can also direct messages on Instagram. And um, if you're interested in our RV life, we also have our other Instagram is RV from the Road. Uh, George manages that Instagram account for all of our RV travels. And share this uh, podcast with your friends on social media. And to help spread the word, it would be great. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much. Go out there and delegate someone to do something and take a break.